Loki is the Joker of the Marvel world, but like he is actually a hero. He's got the, he's he, Jokey. We can call him Jokey. Jokey. <laughs> Jokey. Jokey. Loki. Loki is the Joker of Marvel. He's Jokey. <laughs> the the god of jokes. Bada bum. Bada bum. Bada 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 bum. Bada bum. Bada 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 bum. Bada bum. Bada 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 bum. Bada bum bum. Bada 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 Hey everyone, welcome back to the Marvel What Now podcast. I'm Kurt. And I'm Peyton. And today we're going to be breaking down for you, well, nope, it's not a breakdown this week. It's actually, uh, we're going to be talking about the premiere of Loki this week on Disney+. Well, Plus. We wanted to set the people up and then, you know, change our expectations. We wanted to be Loki in the very first few minutes here. We wanted to say it's going to be a breakdown. Ah, not really, not really. <laughs> <laughs> we're breaking we think it will be. And then ultimately, how wrong. We will be yeah, exactly, exactly. We're gonna take what they've shown us. We're gonna get these very in-depth ideas um, with comics-based research and all this material, and then it's going to be literally the opposite of that. <laughs> and probably they won't <laughs> even show any of the footage from the trailer in the actual show. <laughs> it just ends up being completely wrong, completely different show that no one anticipated. <laughs> it really isn't. It's actually a Black Widow show. That's the. That's the. That's the, big, that's the really big twist. Uh, I mean, we have to just get this out of the way. Like, okay, it's Mephisto. It's Mephisto in the end. Ha, ha, ha. Mephisto did it. He's, it's him. <laughs> oh, joke. Uh, he's definitely making an appearance. Whenever Here's the thing. They've shot themselves in the foot now because whenever Mephisto does make an appearance, I'm going to be like, oh, now, bitch. Okay, great. Well, good for you. <laughs> he's going to appear in the most unlikely of movies or TV shows. Like, they're going to put out some kind of animated Squirrel Girl show on Cartoon Network, <laughs> and that will be the first appearance of Mephisto in the MCU. <laughs> I mean, as long as I get some Squirrel Girl material, I, I would take that. It would be kind of funny to see. <laughs> it be kind of funny to see Squirrel Girl just absolutely punch Mephisto right in the face. I mean, she could do it. She is one of those beings. I mean, Squirrels are... You've seen that episode of Rick and Morty. They had to move to a completely <laughs> new dimension when Morty pissed off the squirrels. <laughs> so, uh, Speaking of, him. it's funny that you mentioned that. Uh, so let's just jump right in here a little bit. Let's get talking about what we're going to be doing today. So like we said, uh, we are going to be um, just kind of overall creating a general discussion about what's been released so far for Loki, including all the trailers. We're just going to get a setup for getting ready for Wednesday. Uh, so we're going to have a little bit more of a normal schedule now because we're going to have the weekly watch, uh, the weekly Wednesday watch, if you will. That, there's, your, there's your categories, alliteration points for the week. Um, so here we go. Um, I, I had sent you this earlier, Kurt, that, uh, you know, a lot of early reactions are now coming out. Uh, the review embargoes have not lifted in full, but a lot of people are releasing just kind of uh, generalized kind of statements about it and seeing a lot of good stuff. It's funny that you mentioned Rick and Morty that they say that this show has a lot of that energy with a lot of jumping around. It seems like I'm seeing a lot of things that say it's laying the groundwork for the multiverse itself. Um, you know, and we've got a very kind of like <clears throat> good cop, bad cop situation with Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson. And it seems like not only does Owen Wilson knock it out of the park, but they've got a really cool dynamic between them. 
Um, so yeah, we're like we're 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 turning third here, brother. It's almost here. I am so fucking pumped for this show. I mean, yeah, we were talking about Rick and Morty. I think uh, it seems like a lot of the properties in the MCU they're they're kind of like very referential. Like, oh, this movie is the the buddy cop team up kind of thing. This is the road trip. What you know, whatever. And for me, Loki will be like the MCU's the mix between Rick and Morty meets Doctor Who. It just kind of like that level of insanity. And I know you're a huge Doctor Who fan. I, I mean, I, I like Doctor Who as well too, but I know you're a big Doctor Who person. So to get a little bit of a little bit of that kind of like goofiness, I'm gonna say, I guess, like you know, Marvel certainly doesn't shy away from their goofy moments, but like there's just like a quirkiness to Doctor Who that I I do think not the show's gonna try to capture because it has its own thing, but it's gonna create its own. You know, Loki is very one of the one of the uh, pre-reviews that I, that I had said I had read that I thought was very interesting. And one person said, "Tom Hiddleston is just too good in this role, picking up 2012's Loki instantly. He's brilliant." And this thus far, after these first two episodes, which are seemingly a little bit exposition heavy, which that doesn't surprise me at all. I think we'll get into that in just a second, but uh, it says the very much the show that the MCU's greatest villain deserves. So it's I, I just I'm super excited in a lot of ways, like not just for like the like what the show is going to be because it really does seem like it's going to be this absolute. I mean, I, in a way, it's kind of in my opinion going to be like a test run for Doctor Strange. I mean, if he's jumping around in all these timelines, I mean, it is going to be very in-game esque. Do you know what I mean? Like if we see him in all these different historical points which we even see in the trailer like i think we're gonna also see maybe loki it's almost like the, the, all the time travel is now going to create this like flash scenario where like not only did the avengers time travel back here but loki time traveling over here was also there at a different you see what i'm saying it, it's just gonna be absolutely absurd i mean i was uh you know m's a big fan of the movies but she doesn't remember every little detail and so i was trying to she's like what does this take place after endgame and i'm like well kind yes it takes place after endgame but it's a loki from a branch 2012 timeline and so maybe and then you know it's brought in the tva which exists like outside of time and it's just going to be so convoluted i felt like i just need to you know wheel over an old-timey chalkboard and just start mapping out like you, you got know, your... oh, this character's from this time, but it takes, you know, he's from the past, but he's in. <laughs> you got your Charlie uh, board from It's Always Sunny, and you're like, and then Emily's like, okay, I just asked what the show is about. Could you please relax? <laughs> you're like, but no, you've got to know all the backstory. <laughs> so he's Thor's brother, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, that is where we start. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I've seen a lot of it being. Um, you know, it's funny you you had mentioned. I think we can just start. I think we just need to talk about some of the bigger kind of concepts that they're going to start doing here because the, the, we're stepping into a lot of new material here for the MCU. Because even just in the trailer they've shown, you've got like, okay, wait a minute. Now we've got like, first off, we've got the timekeepers in general. There is like a main overall kind of flow of time okay well then now we have to go back I, you know I, i've done some research obviously about this to get prepared for today and one of the things that i thought was very interesting is uh, is about the timekeepers is is that the last uh, one of the things that i read is that at the end of time 
the last director of the TVA creates the timekeepers, the last three beings who exist in the remaining timeline in the universe. Um, and then, you know, again, that also creates more things, but that's a very, very kind of broad generalization that I, I think is going to kind of be what it is, is that those three alien creatures, those like lizard kind of things, which Loki, you know, makes a joke about are going to be these people who are like the, 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 these kind of, I, I don't know, celestial level, but I guess they, they would have to be, I, I would assume that they're kind of these beings that have existed, that are like the oldest beings that are keeping that I think like they're on the grand scale, they're doing what we know now is the plot of the show is that after Loki port- portals himself away in the, after the, in the Avengers, when they screw it up with the Tesseract, the, it seems like the TVA grabs him immediately right there. It seems like they grab him immediately right there. And that's, I feel like that's where our in, in the story begins. And I'm really curious about that because that, that timeline he was he didn't realize that you know avengers that showed up were messing with time you know he was just trying to get away so why does the time variance authority then go after loki like shouldn't they go they go after cap and tony and ant-man uh who went back in time like why does loki become the prisoner and you know you can make the argument with them being the tva like maybe they arrest him because in that timeline you know where Loki gets the Tesseract and he like creates a new branch timeline and he goes off. Like maybe that timeline then starts a path of destruction. So the TVA like steps in immediately and it's like, okay, yes, the Avengers messed up time, but you're the one who's going to like really mess up time. Like you're I the think one that that's exactly it. what you're, I, that's exactly what it is. If that is the reason is, and you know, again, we, we see that in the, in the, to me, I, you know, I, we've mentioned this before. We kind of touched about Loki in the past about the show. To me, the key is this is when they show the, 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 like the, it's like on an old school television screen. And then they show you what happens with like the branching. It almost looks like it's a, it's a tree growing, if that makes sense. And that's what happens is we have to think of like the one overall main timeline that is being preserved, not only by the TVA, but by those aliens themselves. Okay. The Avengers time traveling is a part of that timeline, but the thing that happened when Loki split off, that was like the branch. That was the wrong element. It was it, even though the Avengers did do it, that part of it was the, was the part of the overall quote time stream that is, not needed to be kept if you will so that that's the way that i see it so and i i think that as soon as he as soon as he teleports away from that they grab him because i I just think that that's they're they're monitoring all of those all of these things i actually think they could even answer that even in some of the other things in, in avengers endgame as well if they wanted to where like were these very similar instances or those kind of out of time moments were there any other moments you can think of off the top of your head that were kind of that moment where it was like I mean, that was a very blatant one where you're like, okay, what the hell are you going to do with that Loki? But like, what happens, you know, if someone else was a different branched variant? And you know what I mean? Like, it, it brings so many implications of like the entire past of the MCU and like what, my question is like, what what is like Owen Wilson's goal here? I know he's wanting to cl- fix the time stream, but why do they need Loki to do it instead of just doing it themselves? I totally agree because there's there's some kind of uh, what's the line from the trailer where uh, 
I believe it's uh, Anna who's talking. I, I assume she's talking to Mobius, and I, I think even respond. She's like, you know, you really believe in this Loki variant? Like, there's something about him that makes him saying that Owen Wilson's character like sees in him that can help fix the timeline. But you're right; I haven't seen anything in the trailer that would necessarily call that out unless there's something about, you know, Loki being the God of mischief, you know, he sort of creates chaos wherever he goes. Like is the TVA like in some kind of situation where they're the one, you know, they're very like regimented and the rules and preserving the timeline. Like what is it about Loki that Owen Wilson is just like variant? Like we need Loki, we need his chaos and his whatever to then fix the timeline. Especially Loki at that time period. Because maybe the maybe if it was later on when he was kind of more heroic, I guess, or he had he wasn't so just at the very end of losing in the Avengers one, I don't think he would just be automatically up to being like, Okay, I'm good now. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I mean that 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 just also like even just talking about that point, you have to go well, then let's think about the bigger plot because at some point, at one point in the trailer, and they, they play this off as kind of a joke, like Owen Wilson is sitting there and Owen Wilson is playing Mobius, Mobius, um, a, the TVA agent. And it looks like he is a kind of probably middleman. I, I, I want I feel like the um, uh, Ravenna character seems like she's a much higher kind of like grand magister authority. Um, it seems like he answers to her if that makes sense, if we're thinking like corporate ladder, if that makes sense. Um, so- I, yeah, I totally see the TVA as being like a, a stand in for just every, you know, like boring office job where, you know, it's, oh, he's preserving the time stream. But he, like, you don't even want to see the amount of paperwork he has to go through, um, you know, middle management of the timekeepers. Like it's there's just so much that they could do with that. I mean, I mean, I work in an office job myself. I mean, think about creating (laughs) an Excel spreadsheet of like, okay, did you get the mail merge of Loki's entire life history? Uh, Every word that he said, is it correct? Okay, good. Make sure that's formatted um, 12 point font. (laughs) You know what what I'm saying? Like it just is already the most like kind of, I, I, in the very beginning of one of the first of the, the, uh, of the big trailer, um, Loki actually says, I know what this place is. He says the timekeepers have built quite the circus and the clowns are playing their part to perfection. So obviously he's using that in his own lucky talky doublespeak way of insulting Mobius himself. But, it, but Loki knows about this. So, you know, I, I mean, do the Asgardians know about time? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that, the, it's bringing into us greater questions here of like, okay, well, if he knows about that, how does he know about it? And then when he does learn out about it, you know, for me, like, how do we get to, because later on in that conversation, uh, you know, he says, Loki, I, you know, I've literally, I've studied literally every moment of your entire life. You stabbed people in the back like 900 times. And I actually think this is really crucial. It is played kind of as a joke in the trailer. He goes, well, I'd never do it again, but I actually think that's what they're getting to in the show. Like, he is going to like I think somehow he's going to learn about what happens in between the time that he gets taken from the TVA and then what happens in Avengers Endgame do you know what I mean like all the journey he goes through there 
it, I think he's going to learn about that somehow. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think Owen Wilson, uh, you know, Mobius maybe has some kind of obsession when with Loki, or like he sees the thing in him that no one else does. Like everyone's like, "Oh, Loki, that guy from this time period. Like he's the murderer. He's the drama queen. You know, he's the the murderous diva." But Owen Wilson's like, he, maybe he knows that, like, oh, he's capable of being good. And, you know, his whole mission is he's trying to use Loki to achieve Mobius's, like, larger mission. But at the same time, like, trying to get him to change along the way. And that will be their struggle. And I think that because there's the scene where, I don't know if it's Pompeii, but it's, you know, Loki. And there's a giant volcano in the background. And he's, you know, they're like time cops, like what are you going to do? Like, are you going to get me? Or it looks like he's taunting them. Like, are you going to catch me? Or are you going to help save these people from the, the volcano? Like maybe he's challenging them in that moment. Like, are you time cops or are you heroes? Like, you know, you know, historically the volcano is going to explode. So are you going to help people or whatever? And that's him just like fucking with everyone along the way. And Owen Wilson's the only one who's like, challenging him to be the better person yeah i mean you know there's gonna be a point where like loki is under their thumb but then he does something to get away from them but then he also sees he does have to do and complete the quest that mobius wants him to do do you know what i mean like that kind of that i do you see what i'm saying like the overall grand arc like because it would be the heroic thing to, to do do you know what i'm saying like he still he still gets to the place in a way it always proves that loki will be good do you know what i mean like i feel like that's where the show is going ultimately because he does get there do you know what i mean so i i I could see that being like them forcing him to do something because he quote is the person out of time him being like "Ah, i'm curmudgeonly and i don't want to do this and smart ass and this kind of stuff they have to work together they do something that masked character that we see in several points of the trailer, there's a there's a hooded being, and I have a theory on who I think that, that is, um, that they're chasing. I, I don't know if the judge is chasing them, um, which would be the Ravenna character. Um, I, I think we need to talk about the Ravenna character because she actually has a lot of connections to a character that's very going to be very very important moving forward. And would you like to would you like to insert that and name who that is? Uh, I mean, I I'd, I'd love to hear your theories if you got them. Well, so she, again, like I said, she, she is called Judge Rovena. Um, let's see. It's played by Gugu Umbatha-Raw, and she is playing Judge Rovena Renslayer. And that character, uh, Ravana, sorry, excuse me, Ravana Renslayer. And in, in according to um, the Marvel Encyclopedia, Ravana is a 40th century princess who unfortunately won the eye of the time-traveling villain, Kang the Conqueror. Besotted with Ravana, Kang spared her father's kingdom from conquest and instead spirited her away into the realm of limbo. Now then that gets into a whole big, you know, the story of like that kind of situation. But the most important thing there to me and how I do think that Ravana is going to play into this is that she connects to Kang the Conqueror. Now we also know that Jonathan Majors has been cast as Kang the Conqueror. Um, he is going to be an Ant-Man and the and uh, the Wasp Quantumania. Um, and I think this is going to be, we're going to see the beginning of this relationship here. I, I don't know if 
Kang is the person in the hood that we see in the trailer. I also think it could be Loki in the hood that we see in the trailer. Because once you start throwing time travel to me, you know, I mean, Curtis, there is very dark. I know there's going to, I can't remember specifically. I know there's a Doctor Who plot where it's like the hooded figure. Or it's like the Amy story where it's like the the girl in the dress and the the entire time it was her. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you, spoiler alert. That's (laughs) every time travel story. Yeah, spoiler alert for the Matt Smith season of Doctor Who. But it's like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like when they show you that mysterious figure that you don't know, it, I, I I think it's going to be Loki, but I also could see it being Kang, um, and that kind of being a setup to him being a, a further villain in the in the future. What do you think? Yeah, I'm I'm holding out. I really think that uh, Kang will appear in this somewhere. Yeah. Um, if it's not Jonathan Majors, you know, it's some some uh, you know alluding to him. I'm not sure how to pull it off. I would love for him to be introduced in this in some way. It'll be tricky because, you know, are they introducing him too early or is it like too, uh, too small of a project to like introduce, you know, the first time the big character, because you think Thanos was introduced at the very end of the first Avengers movie. So if Kang is going to be like the next, I, I see him sort of being like the next, maybe Ultron level threat. Uh, um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know if he'll be in it, but I, I sort of see this whole show being a combination of. I know we keep talking about Doctor Who. Uh, I think it'll be very much like Catch Me If You Can, like Mobius. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mobius and Loki will definitely have that like Tom Hanks Leo. Um, also, I kind of see it maybe being like a little bit Minority Report. With the TVA, you know, like they arrest Loki before he does the thing, um, you know, just time traveling cops kind of thing. There's just so many ref- so many other movies and TV shows that they can pull from, and I think it'll be this like crazy amalgamation of all of them, of all the Marvel stuff. I mean, I I I, I just noticed this. I you know I, I, before we start these things, I always, we always watch you know I both like watch all the things and just to get it fresh in our brains and one of the trailers that I just watched more at the very end there's a shot and it's very it's the exact same pose as when Tony does the Jericho at the in Iron Man 1 and it looks like the area from Iron Man 1 when he shoots the tank of the big iconic shot and he like walks away and it blows up in the background it looks like that exact same area and then we get you know we also get that kind of flash of what, what of what looks like a, a kind of destroyed New York so it's like does Loki do things and he sees that it causes this crazy amount of destruction? Like when he took over the Avengers, if he, if if he won there, did he think he was going to be able to rule and like have these subjects, but then really, you know, Thanos just comes in and destroys the entire planet until he gets the infinity stones. And then it's like, bye, you know, and then that sets him off and thinking like, Oh, I don't know if this is the right thing I should have done. You know what I mean? There's so many possibilities of like what the plot could be. They show that, thing on potentially Vormir with the woman sitting there on the bench that like it could is that Black Widow like you know what I mean like there's just a a whole kind of smorgasbord of like frankly like what the fuck is where what is happening here (laughs) because it's like Marvel history and then there's like human history with like the D.B. Cooper stuff when he jumps out of the plane you know what I mean like there's the whole president section where clearly he's gonna like try to become like a 
I, I think they're going to do like a MAGA Loki. <laughs> he's he's going <laughs> to totally play to that kind of crowd as well. I think, uh, you know, the scene where you see the sort of destroyed New York City, you get the Avengers Tower crumbling in the background. I think Owen Wilson is going to, you know, kind of hold the mirror up to Loki and be like, look, you're constantly trying to, you know, become this conqueror and this ruler. And but you don't have like a plan after you get what you want. You're this like dog chasing cars. And so maybe that scene of him, New York, uh, where it's destroyed is Mobius, you know, showing Loki a timeline where he did beat the Avengers. And it's like, look what happened. Like, this is your kingdom. This is what you wanted. And so maybe throughout the show, as they're traveling, Loki is trying to, like, prove Mobius that, like, he can be this. So, you know, as they're jumping around in timelines, that's when he's like, okay, I'm going to become president. Or I'm going to become, you know, the ruler of this timeline. You know, he's not, he's not the conqueror that he thinks he is. He's, he's very smart and manipulating, but he doesn't really know what he's what he wants. He's kind of this, like, just lost child looking for approval and, you know, just creating destruction along the way. You made several different uh, kind of Batman references to Loki of him being an agent of chaos and him being, you know, a dog chasing cars and this kind of stuff. It's like Loki is the Joker of the Marvel world, but like he is actually a hero. He's got the, he's, he, Jokey. We can call him Jokey. Jokey. <laughs> Jokey. Jokey. Loki. He's, Loki is the Joker of Marvel. He's Jokey. <laughs> the, the god of jokes. <laughs> you know, but it's like he. You know, it, 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 we are making that same equivalent where it's the character who, like, flirts with villainy. But in, with Loki, though, he, I, I can see, I think you're right there, too, of, like, holding up the mirror of also even being like, look, th- this isn't you. You you want to think that you're, you know, Mr. Trickster and I'm, I'm bad, I'm bad, I'm bad, I'm bad, but really, you save the day. Help us here. You know, you're, mm-hmm. you're you know, I, I could also see it be that, too. You know, I was, you know. I think at the beginning he's going to have his hand forced a little bit, which we see in that one trailer when the one variant like steps out of line and then they just like literally vaporize him right there. Like they literally just vaporize him like, okay, you're done. No more. I think that the time variance authority is actually made up of variants that just end up working for them, that they allow them to exist because they just work for the authority in the office world. That's my personal opinion. I think that's what, like, what makes up the population of the variance authority. Um, <clears throat> and then I, I could that that then connects back into my idea that I do believe that R- Ravana is from the future, that she is a princess from the future. That Kang, maybe they did fall in love and he betrayed her, or like I, I could see them amount. I could see him even. I, you had mentioned in one of the podcasts before. And I think this will be very correct too that. Kang may have been a member of the Time Variance Authority at one point. Maybe he was an agent. Maybe he is someone who was a variant from the far, far future. He could be the Tony Stark, you know, you know, maybe he's maybe in here because it's Jonathan Majors. He's like the great, 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 great grandison of Tony Stark and T'Challa, you know, or Shiri, you know what I mean? Like, or, you know, it could be Reed Richards and the, you know, the T'Challa's parents and the, or it could be, you know, any mixture of that. Cause it's Nathaniel Reed Richards or it's Nathaniel Richards is his name in the, in the comic books. And he is the like super descendant of Reed and Tony. 
but I could see him being that and then actually literally falling in love with this person. But again, because of who he is and what he's after that breaking their relationship, destroying her reality slash timeline. And then now she works for the time variance authority. So, which is why she's gone after him in the, to begin with, do you know what I mean? So I, I personally think there is something there with all of that, that, that that's why she is the position that she is. Um, and why she has like kind of a, such a personal stake in this too. I could see Kang being like, maybe it's not Jonathan Majors or Kang has any kind of like tie into the storyline that, that we're watching. But at the end of the show, it's revealed that maybe Kang is, uh, you know, the one they call he who remains like the, the last final TVA agent. Like Kang is the one that, you know, then goes back and creates the TVA um, even though maybe like he's not part of it. I, or I could see the TVA being this entire agency that exists to serve people without them knowing. Like maybe mm-hmm. Kang is getting them to create Chronopolis, uh, which is his sort of combination of like all these, he creates like his own sort of like dimension or city, uh, you know, which is made up of all these major historical cities throughout different timelines which we do get that little bubble city in uh ant-man and wasp it's just mm-hmm. a, a quick quick blink and you'll miss it um moment but when they're traveling through the quantum realm you do see this domed city in the background which many people do speculate is chronopolis i love that <laughs> i love that a lot <laughs> Or who knows, maybe Mobius and Loki are just walking down the hallway and then hanging on the wall is a framed picture and it says like TVA and it's Nathaniel Richards. And it's it's Jonathan Majors pre-Kang. And he's like the same, he's like the same winner for like like an entire wall because it's a time thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like employee (laughs) of the month for 700 years. (laughs) (laughs) king the conqueror he's never called in sick always responds to his emails always gets his time cards in he has so much pto oh my god (laughs) god he's got so much pto saved up oh man i mean there's just so many crazy things that they can do with this show and you know I know you're a big fan of Rick and Morty as well, and you've sort of dabbled in Doctor Who. Like, yeah, once you time travel, you're right. Like, any major character, it always ends up being the person traveling through time. So we do see in the trailer, uh, there's a clip where Loki jumps out of the plane, and I believe he says, like, Heimdall, I'm ready. So, you know, he's working with Heimdall, which is interesting. And, I mean, also... You know, he died in Endgame, so it'll be nice to see Idris Elba come back. But we do assume that, you know, he Loki is D.B. Cooper in that moment. And that's just every timeline story. Like, all these famous historical figures, like, they're not real. They're just the people traveling through time. They're just a Loki jumping around, bouncing around the, you know, mm-hmm. flying around the Bifrost, messing up time, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Who knows? Like, maybe the, the three, like, hooded figures that we see at the TVA... You know, maybe it's Mobius, Loki, and Kang, or Mobius and Loki and Ravana. Like through whatever uh, you know, the plot of this show is their fin- the climactic moment is them creating the TVA, but they have to pose as these lizard people for whatever reason. Like 
maybe if people knew the TVA was started by Loki, then like it never would have got started. So Loki's like, you know, do I really have to dress up? Or like, well, you know, that's what people think happens. So, or they're in a he becomes one of the clowns. Yes, I I completely agree. It it says um, we had read a theory uh, like a theory page the other day and this one you were like i haven't even read that article yet but just the the header makes me go oh that's a great idea one of my favorite lines from all the trailers and this is such a loki line and of course hillson just nails it he just he's fixing uh, owen wilson's like tie and he says it is adorable that you think you could possibly manipulate me I'm 10 steps ahead of you. And the fact that Loki knows about the, he knows about the TVA itself. You know, one of the theories that we read the other day is that the Loki in, in the game is a, is the variant Loki. Um, and the, I, 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 whether that ultimately ends up being true or not. And this, this goes back to the, you know, again, we see, that purple planet is Vormir. I will be highly shocked if that is not Vormir. It has the exact same color tones uh, that we saw in Infinity War and Endgame. There's that shot of that woman who it has to be Black Widow. And my thing is, I actually think that that's Soulstone related. Um, and I think they're going to dip into the idea of like, you know, the soul or whatever that, that, because I'm ultimately thinking like, what is the show going to be at the end? It, 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 the, it has to be the variant coming back into the main timeline post end game. And then now it's like, he, it's, it's kind of like Loki and Gamora will kind of be the, the two that leapfrog everything. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're the ones who, uh, yeah, I'm really curious. Future about... selves died, but then their past selves jump over that and then continue forward. It's really interesting you bring up Gamora because, yeah, she's another character that we know is sort of out of time. Like, uh, in Endgame, we see that she was in the 2014 timeline and then she ends up back in modern day. Um, we ultimately don't know where she runs off, but yeah, she is another character out of time so will she make an appearance and or just, if they just if they are the on board like, why, why did they not grab her you know what i mean like unless i mean that the, the easy answer is like well that was how it's supposed to be but the loki tesseract thing is different and it, it's not he that was not supposed to happen that way and because it does yeah. happen with gamora later on than when loki dies too so I can I could buy I can buy that one. I can buy them not grabbing her in that moment because the other one is dead. Right? No. If they bring the one from the past into the future. In, yeah, in so game. so yes. the Gamora that's in the present day MCU is from twenty fourteen and the present day Gamora died on Vormir. So right. there's no There's no overlap like there is in Endgame where they go back and do something with her that completely throws them out of being in a place where they should have been. Yeah. So wouldn't that have created a that 2014 timeline where not just Gamora, but Thanos and Nebula and his entire army, they come from 2014. So is that a completely new branch timeline where Thanos just never existed in that timeline since he's he's gone from it? 
No, I think they leapfrog it too because they're all dead when they come forward again. Does that make sense? What do you mean they're all dead? So, in in game, Thanos dies in the beginning. Okay, so all the other ones are dead except Nebula. Okay, and then Nebula. Mm-hmm. That's they, they keep Nebula alive because of the computer thing. How they make her memories overlap. Nebula is the one that is the like as above, so below. She's the one that's existing in the same time in the past and present and in game. But the the Black Order, including Gamora from the past, have now leapfrogged their dead selves. Does that make sense? So they are already dead, all of them, when they come into the present and in game from the past. I know that's confusing, but that makes sense if, if you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless of who's alive and who's dead. The same way that Tony Cap and Ant-Man traveled to 2012 New York and because they made a mistake, wouldn't that same thing happen in the timeline that Rhodey and Nebula, they traveled to, um, uh, what's the planet where they... they, With Star-Lord, yes. Yeah. Wouldn't that also be a, a then new branch timeline? I yes, I don't know. Yes, maybe this show will answer all of that. I mean, you know what I mean? Maybe TVA agents come in after right after those scenes and knock people out and put them right back where they. You know, I mean, I, you know what I mean? They could put them back where they're supposed to be, and then nobody even knows the what were you know nobody's worse for the wearer. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, I they, we're we're bringing up a lot of questions about time travel that you know they really have not kind of answered but now you're and you're going into time travel and you know me curtis i've said this before like i hate time travel stories for this very reason once you start <laughs> like you've got to keep it simple you know what i mean and then once you start throwing in a million things then you're like okay well was hermione wearing the fucking necklace when she was you know what i mean like well if she wasn't <laughs> over here i mean you're you're like you're, we're already doing it we're already thinking like we're already picking apart the plot piece by piece because it doesn't necessarily make sense so I, i'm Oh my God. They... I just really want to see uh, a scene where Mobius and Loki are, are walking down a corridor corridor of the TVA and in the background you see Hermione you know handcuffed being ushered by like two TVA guards and you know she's just like it wasn't me Dumbledore gave me the time turner she, and, you know, Dumbledore, Dumbledore knows he, he knows I'm supposed to be on my lessons <laughs> It's like the Matrix scene where Hermione's mouth starts to just start to come glued together. Oh, God. <laughs> they couldn't do that anyway because Warner Brothers owns Harry Potter, so... <laughs> I, I mean, this is exactly why that episode of uh, Rick and Morty, you know, with the snakes and time travel, like, this is ex- every problem you have with time travel stories. Yeah. Like, well, if they know this is going to happen, why don't they just travel in time and prevent it? And you know, like, where is that limit between the time, the TVA knowing everything and stepping in before it happens and, like, shit just going sideways? Yep. yep. Like, it, it only serve. you know, the rules, the consistency of the rules only apply to serve the plot of the show. Right, right. Because we haven't talked about, like, Doctor Strange or any of the, you know, the Ancient One or any of the other people who can manipulate time outside of the time travelers you know and then it's like what about the eternals or like there's got to be at some point there's got to be another person who can you know whether it's a mutant or somebody or it's destiny you know can see through or jump through or you know like we're gonna see america chavez like she can punch through realities so like there's there's just there's there's a lot of really 
I'm telling you, they started it with WandaVision, but throughout the next, you know, with Eternals and with Doctor Strange and to me with Spider-Man, there's going to be all this, you know, multiverse, different dimension shit. So there's going to be like the main MCU is like, you know, you and I even talked about this. I think they're going to call the MCU the 616 universe in like the movies and then, you know, the that will be, like, what the main version is. And then all the other Marvel properties, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man and Garfield Spider-Man, I even think they're going to make the Fox X-Men movies canon, um, will be all Earths, different Earths that, uh, that, that, that exist in the multiverse. Yes, I, I 100% agree with you. I think... Uh, I, I'm so glad you're talking about like multiverse because I, I definitely want to like jump in and talk about that because this is definitely going to have implications on you're not just introducing timelines, but then you start to get in to the multiverse and different dimensions and timelines within dimensions and it can just get very scattered very quickly. Mm-hmm. And this is I, I think it'll be a multi project telling of how you know, all these different heroes exist from different timelines. Like you're yeah, exactly yeah. right. Like the Sam Raimi, Tobey Maguire, like it is in its own universe, but it also exists within this universe. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, maybe yeah, in yeah. the X-Men movies, like those happen, but maybe they were branched timeline that then got clipped. By the I TV mean, age. don't get me started. Moira and the alternate reality too. There you go. You literally got the characters. I mean, that, that, that that's just totally said it. You got a, you got a character that is an alt reality writer. You know what I mean? So it's like all of these things exist. The Eternals helped create the first thing that started the offshoot of mutants, which is where Apocalypse was born. That, you know what I mean? Like you go, you can all begin there, all of it. And then now they've been on Krakoa, and that's where they've been, just like one of the other hidden societies. You know, we talked about that. We've mentioned this way before that that is the smartest decision is that all these other hidden societies, Atlantis. Um, even the vampires and stuff, like I, I, I would even see like even just put like Transylvania, like that's where Dracula's castle is, and nobody believes it because it's a fucking Dracula, but it's real. Do you know what I mean? Like, but they are only there. It's a very, very small seg. It's not like this entire. You know what I mean? So it's like they're they're already doing all this, and I really believe that <clears throat> they Sony even mentioned that we're gonna find out very soon what's going on with all, you know Aaron Taylor Johnson was cast as the uh, as craven you know so it's like i personally think that the they're going to continue the sony marvel movies with Tobey Maguire. i and i think that the and and like the tom hardy venom i i think they're going to do a fourth movie and they're going to differentiate that it's like sony spider-man and then there's mcu spider-man like it's once they've introduced these concepts i mean people already know it's not confusing anymore do you know what I mean? It, it isn't mm-hmm. confusing to know, like, oh, well, this is, you know, do I necessarily think that's a good idea? No, not really. Uh, but it's like, because, you know, I don't, who wants to see two different Spider Man movies? Unless they wanted to do, like, a one off for Toby as, like, the last, it's the true conclusion to his movies. Um, I would totally watch that. Um, but, you know, they're bringing in, uh, we already know that defoe's pretty much like it's pretty much not the unkept secret that he's the main villain of the movie and that melina and all the other characters fox all these other people that are getting brought in like they're from those alternate dimensions 
So they've got to explain that. Does that make sense? Like it can't, and mm-hmm. they're not going to just do, it was all a dream. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to do that. It's going to be whether it's like a cosmic Mephisto being and, you know, or it's going to be, you know, the multiverses are colliding together in some way. Maybe, maybe when the, um, when all the, we've, we've thought this idea before of that when all the infinity stones were used over and over and over that it's that, that created a tear in reality and that that's what's now starting like all the incursions and that, you know, all the worlds could be coming together now. Mm -hmm. So there's just like endless implications with these kind of properties that are, because like Shang-Chi, I don't think is going to be dealing with like alt dimensions and stuff unless they do like maybe summoning Fin Fang Foom or something from a different dimension. But like all these other properties, even Eternal seems like it's going to be space stuff in this dimension. Does it make sense? Like in this, even though it's, thousands of years old and space beings and cosmic beings it's still within this reality it's not like a different dimension um so yeah i mean you can even start to introduce other characters like galactus because we know his origin story in the comics is you know he predates our universe he was like the last survivor of a a previous uh universe or timeline or however they want to handle it in the mcu and i mean this could even touch on that like maybe through Loki and the TVA, like they clipped a, a branch timeline or another dimension, whatever. And Galactus was like the last survivor of that. And because of that, he, you know, comes back into our timeline and targets Earth. I, you know, however they want to handle that. But I mean, that could be like another implication. Maybe the other three time. maybe, you know, I do love the idea that they're the last three people of this timeline in the far, 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 far future. Does that make sense? What if they're like <laughs> celestials in the, you know, I mean, like that we're getting into a lot of like crazy, crazy stuff here. And I, I don't even know if they're really going to deal with all of that yet. I, I'm still more concerned and I, I won't let it go. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep talking about this, Curtis, uh, the, the potentially Vormir planet shots. Um, you know, that Soulstone situation is, is, you know, Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson is not out of the MCU. She's not out of the MCU. She's not done after Black Widow. Um, so somehow she's coming back too. I'm not saying they're going to bring her back in this show, but I could see a situation where the variant knows he is the variant and wanting purpose, like your soul, your kind of thing. And I could see a sequence of him with the Soul Stone. And him seeing her there, uh, that being that shot where we see that person on the bench that is, it, it can't be anybody but Black Widow. <laughs> and she's one of the people who was sacrificed in the thing, so. And, I mean, she and Loki, they had a pretty good interaction in the very first Avengers movie where he's in that cage that was built for Hulk aboard the uh, helicarrier. And, you know, Black Widow's, she she we know that she's pumping him for information so they have had a one-on-one interaction and it would be really interesting to see you know maybe loki he traveled to that timeline and we didn't know it but like he's watching that conversation happen between him and black widow and then maybe five seconds later he's transported to Bormir where she's dead and he has to have you know he's conflicted as to whether or not he could save her or intervene and she, you know, she, for someone who always says he's 10 steps ahead, she, she one up him right there in that conversation. She actually got him to talk. 
when anybody nobody else could. She was the person who tricked him. You know what I mean? So it, it, to have his own kind of tactics played against him, uh, it, she's she is one of the people that could do that. And it's I'm just trying to think. You know what I mean? I'm just, I know I'm going out there and it's wild, but I'm just trying to think of like how they can get her back into this and really like. To me, I mean, I, I, I don't know how they're going to do it, but the variant becoming the real, quote, Loki with his, I, I mean, again, we, we talked about like the soul stone. I, I, I think people's souls can be acquired even post-death. I, I think that everyone's soul is in the power of that stone. Um, and I, I could see then the variant... I guess, like, gaining the soul of Loki. Does that make sense? Like, earning his way back. Like, fixing the timeline so that it's preserved. And then somehow, that actually being what is the real timeline. Does that make sense at all, what I'm saying? Like, it seems like it's all broken, and Loki fixes it, but to fi- when he fixes it, that's what was supposed to happen in the first place. So, post-Endgame, now the 2012 Loki that's learned all this stuff and gone through the now the same journey. So he's essentially at the same place where he was in Endgame is now alive at the end. And now he's back in the present. <laughs> I, I could see that. I think there will definitely be a moment where, you know, the, the line where Loki says, oh, I'm 10 steps ahead of you. Like at the end, it'll be revealed that like Mobius knew everything the whole time. And like mm-hmm. he was 10 steps ahead of Loki the whole time. And, even though he kind of like manipulated them, it was still Loki who made the cho- the right choice in the end. Yes. Yep. And I I swear I'm gonna have to have a dry erase board next to me when I watch this show, just to keep track of who's where and when. And, and then you know this could be even like a big fucking simulation at the very <laughs> end, and it's like a test of that Loki to prove that he actually is the good Loki. And then he gets put back in the press. You know what I mean? It could be any of those things. I, uh, you had sent me that article the other day that was, uh, I didn't get a chance to finish it, but it was making, proposing the idea that the Loki we saw in Thor Ragnarok wasn't the real Loki. Yes. And I think that would be just really interesting. Um, uh, you know, like, is there something about this Loki? Like, in the end, he makes the the sacrifice so like it was loki in ragnarok sacrificing himself in that moment to like preserve the time stream or whatever but then maybe like the real loki from ragnarok is out there somewhere like maybe uh off off camera uh the loki from this show goes to the end of ragnarok (laughs) knocks out that loki in the head like tosses him in the closet or something well then thanos was you know comes and kill kills everyone but maybe he like steps in he's like okay like i have to do this like i'm the one that has to i'm just trying to think of like what is the most interesting character journey and for me like it's simple it's getting 2012 loki back to being in game before he died loki so to me like I don't know how they're going to get there, but that is like the journey because that's the, that is like for myself, that's the, the, the interesting, interesting thing about Loki is that he wants to play the villain, but he actually is a good guy and he will, 
he will make some dumbass selfish decisions, but he'll fucking come in at the very end and do something to help save the day. Do you know what I mean? It's like, and that journey to me to have the variant, not have that baggage of be- already becoming this good person that would sacrifice himself to see that one do it again is compelling and is like mm-hmm. really why I cheer. So you see what I'm saying? Like, I'm always trying to think about that as opposed to like, I don't know what's going to happen. And like, we, we could sit here and create 900 million things. What's going to happen at the end. But I think ultimately that is what is going to be what the show will be at the end is that he will be that old version, but in the same new place where we where we see you and i've also said as well like there's probably going to be we're going to they've kept a ton of secrets that we obviously are going to not seeing we there's the, the another un kind of unkept secret is that the lady loki is going to make an appearance i also think kid loki is going to make an appearance i even think that maybe this is how hiddleston steps away from the role that he does this and at the end it's like a doctor who kind of regeneration soul stone he saves the timeline they give him cosmic abilities does that make sense where the variance comes he's he's graced with back into the time stream but he's like kid loki now it's like a reset do you know what i mean i could even see it being that too i yeah i totally agree with that i think this will be um maybe not tom hiddleston stepping down but stepping away like just just taking a break, like let the character become something else. And then, you know, like bring Tom Hiddleston back when it's right. But I think they've already, they're absolutely setting up young Avengers. There hasn't been any official announcement, but we just know from the characters that they're introducing that at some point, and I could absolutely see young Loki being a part of that team uh, or kid Loki. I'm sorry. And I, I think a way that they could do it, it was there was a scene in Endgame where before Tony comes back and joins the team and uh, Professor Hulk is trying to figure out time travel. And so they're sending Scott Lang like through through time and they end up sending time through Scott. And so it's like still Scott, you know, the mentally he's, you know, a, as an adult has all of his memories. But when he comes back, like his body is in a child's. Yep pose and i think that will be um if they do do kid loki i think that would be a way that they would do it i agree because it would still be him in there it's like a forgotten memories kind of situation but seeing the kid version then struggle through the same thing i mean it's that exact same cycle where he would be younger and he could probably be villainous and duplicitous for the younger people but then his like better side wins over you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. that's compelling to me and that's exciting and it still is the same character. Does that make sense? Like, it wouldn't be like, you know, it's a new version of, it's a new person calling themselves Captain America. It literally would be that Loki in a new body. But he, discovering his, like, past self would be something that his character would do over time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that, to me, is, like, a, a very compelling thing for where Loki should be. I can see it also being, like, you know, everyone loves Loki. He's kind of like everyone's favorite baddie, but he also like is a murderer. So like people are looking for him. Um, you know, he's not like the best guy in terms of how the people perceive him in that world. So I could see like turning him into kid Loki is how he like just walks freely amongst 
the world. Right, right. Like imagine like Will's Owen Wilson walking into like the younger version, like his son almost to like a campus at the end, like Avengers campus or some shit, or you know, he takes him back to Thor. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like he takes him back to Thor and them and he's like, Here you go. And Thor's like, Who is this? Or Thor knows and he's like, What the hell? Because now he's like he's like a ten year old Loki, and the, but that Loki doesn't even. He's like, "Who are you?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it could be that yeah, Thor would be the only one that would recognize him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I mean, I guess that's a bigger question. So we've never, we've never really seen Loki outside of Thor. It's always, you know, their brotherly relationship uh, is at the center of a lot of stories. So do you feel like this will be? completely contained and like away from Thor or do you bring in Thor in some way like maybe at the end I don't know I mean I I, I don't know I mean I, I yeah I would want him connected I, that would be kind of a cool new I mean even imagine Loki being like a Robin think like a Damian Wayne Robin to Thor's Batman in a sense you know what I mean like this kind mm-hmm. of like douchey new version of Loki that Thor's taking a different approach with now do you know what I mean? Like when they were younger, they fought and did all this stuff, but maybe Thor knows now if he treats him differently, he can get him to that. You know what I mean? He, he like, you know what I mean? He can get him to that. And then you could, I can imagine like, you know, Ravenna and Mobius away while he and Thor are like playing or something at the end. And they're like, you think he's going to be able to do it? You think he's going to, you think he's going to try to be one of the good ones? And, and then Mobius is like, you know, I, I think, I think he's going to do all right. You know, I think he'll be okay. You know what I mean? Like that kind of situation where it's like, you always with Loki it's like you have to leave the potential for him to do bad but the belief that he's gonna make the right choice but then at the end he looks at the camera like problem child like I'm gonna blow your car up like you know what I mean like it's (laughs) like that like it's a very fine line to do where it's like it's a it is a mischievous infuriating frustrating character that you also love and root for and who ultimately does do good at the end so i i I think that's going to be some sort of amalgamation of where we are at the end of this show i think you're spot on i mean that's what you just described feels to me like the core of loki's character or at least you know if you're gonna put him at the center of his own show and you know create someone that people would root for like that's what you have to go for, but by no means at the end do you go like, oh, he's a he's a good guy. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I forgive him for you know murdering thousands in New York. You really just gonna let the kid go out by himself? You don't think it's, <laughs> you don't think you don't think it's a bad idea? And Mobius is like, yeah, but I've had worse. You know what I mean? Like you yeah, know I mean? it's just something <laughs> something like and you know and then Thor and like Thor like smacks him on the head or something like big ripped. Chris Hemsworth, like big brother kind of situation. Like <clears throat> I just could see it. You know, he, he fixes it all and he saves the world, but again, he doesn't even remember it. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's like, again, Loki's like cycle. It's that in he, he's, it's like he's reborn and then he struggles and life gives him shit. And then he still saves the day. You know, we, we see there's a point in the trailer too, where we see um, him in a different outfit go back to the Avengers one moment uh, like when that whole, like when he and Tony have that conversation. So he's going to, the, the, the present version is going to visit past, past, um, 
moments of the MCU. So, yeah, I think ready for the roller coaster. I know. I just had this thought, like, what if we actually see that scene um, that Thor is talking about in Thor Ragnarok, where he's like, uh, oh, one time, like, Loki, he appeared as a snake because he knows how much I love snakes. So I kneel down to admire it. And then he's like, draw. Like, what if we actually see that scene yep. where Loki's like in this pastime, like maybe he sees Thor's, Thor as a kid and Loki appear, you know, he does his own magic and he appears as a kid and then yep. like goes up and like <laughs> appears as a snake and then scares him, you know. Uh, what if like in his timeline or like at that point in this, the show, Loki is just like wanting to fuck with him. He's like, oh, I have time travel at my disposal. Let me go fuck with Thor. You know, at, when we're I, I hope him were eleven years old makes a cameo. I hope he's in there as like a fun, like a funny little moment, a bit. I, I, I agree. I, I do hope he's in it in in some capacity. You know, and the thing about it is, you know, if they like all these things that we talked about, if they cast somebody as young Loki, well, there's no way we wouldn't know that. You know, and so I. I don't know if they're going to go the direction of what we've been talking about. I'm just trying to think overall, like where the character is going to be kind of at the end, regardless of what happens in the show itself, you know, will he earn his soul back or, you know, will the variant earn his, his place or by saving the time stream, are they, they will cosmically be like, okay, well, you're not as bad. You can stay. <laughs> you don't, yeah. You don't... I mean, I think the show itself is going to be amazing and there's so many things they can do with it. But yeah, you do go. At, you have to ask yourself at the end, what are they going to do with Loki now? Like, what was this all for if not just a, a? Because you can't have him, you know, interact with the MCU as a whole and then just go, well, this was a one off. Yeah. Like, uh, well, uh, I, I don't even know if we could do a what now because I mean, this whole, this whole episode was pretty much just asking that question completely but i mean do you kind of before we wrap up like have any final thoughts of the bigger implications that the show has or you know big things that it'll set up moving forward or do you just have any like things that you want to talk about or that you're most excited for this episode i think owen wilson will be the lead of the this is my kind of what now very quickly because i agree with you we've really I, I don't have much to say but i think owen wilson will be the lead of the tva after the show is over, I think he will be the point person there and they will be a recurring um, factor. I'm using that kind of uh, very neutral word. I don't want to say good or bad uh, factor moving forward because we got Kang coming up uh, the whole, the whole multiverse I, we, I'm, we call, I'm telling you they're leading up to secret wars and the Russo brothers are going to do it. That's what they're doing. They're 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 gonna do all this other crap. They're bringing in all these other people and do all these different stories. And then the Russos are gonna do a two part Secret Wars movie, and it's gonna be like multiverse incursion exploding. And there's gonna be everybody. It's gonna be every. <laughs> I'm serious. It's gonna be everybody. They're gonna bring back Evans. They're gonna probably bring Old Man Hugh Jackman. You know what I mean? It's gonna be everybody. It's gonna be uh, past, present, every all of it. I want to see Chris Evans' cap interact with Chris Evans' Human Torch. <laughs> if we don't get that moment, why are they even doing this multiverse shit to begin with? <laughs> what has this all been about? Exactly. What about you? Anything else before we wrap up here? I, I'm. I, I don't know. Like now, I just want to go watch Doctor Who 
Um, <laughs> because I do feel like that it, Doctor Who's sort of like a, a huge influence for this show. And um, something that's always said by characters in Doctor Who, uh, you know, they say the number one rule is the Doctor lie. And in that show, you know, the Doctor lies because he's like trying to do good and like, you know, he's lying to help people or he's like, I don't have time to explain to you all the things I know. Like, just trust me. I'm lying to you, but trust me. And I think in this show, we're going to get sort of that side of Loki as well of, you know, number one rule, Loki lies. So even when we were talking about this earlier where he shows up at the TVA and he's like, I know what this place is. You know, the clowns are playing their part. And then we also, it's not the same scene, but uh, Owen Wilson, he's like a oh, big metaphor guy. I love it. You know, makes you sound smart. And Loki's like, I am really smart. Mm-hmm. And so it's a, it's a very short clip that we get in the trailer, but him saying like, oh, I know what this place is. And I'm always 10 steps ahead of you. I think that's just Loki, like bullshit after bullshit after bullshit. Like he does maybe he doesn't know anything about it. Like maybe, maybe. He, you know, he's not 10 steps ahead. He's like, he just wants you to think he is, but he has oh, no yeah. He doesn't know anything. The dog chasing cars. Jokey. Jokey. <laughs> I'm the jokey, baby. Such a jokester. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm with you. I am hesitant, you know, that now that they've introduced time travel. I'm glad at least like immediately after they introduced it, they're like, okay, we're gonna do an entire show about time travel to hopefully like make up or you know answer some of the rules and concerns that you know we discuss in this podcast that it creates for the mcu and i i'm just excited what see what they do i think they're gonna this show will be setting up the rules and then explaining how and why you can break them 100 percent, 100 percent. um I, I really think we're uh wandavision uh you know brought us up to the doormat And uh, this one is really going to open the door to all these multiverse, different dimensions, realities and stuff. And coupled with, you know, the reports that the first two episodes, again, we're thinking uh, a six hour movie, uh, again, another kind of structure of like Falcon and Winter Soldier, that there's going to be a lot of exposition in the first two. And I think that's going to be what that is, explaining all of that, explaining all that kind of what's going on and explaining just the greater ideas of multiverse what the hell is that what do you even mean mm-hmm. by that mm-hmm. yeah it's uh can't wait um so i don't have this information but do you know how many episodes it's going to be i think i saw that the first two episodes the runtime is about fifth about give or take 50 minutes each i think it's six again i i that's i, I think that's what the the tweets were saying that it's another six act or six hour structure that that's the it's like a, again, it's like a big movie. It's like a Loki movie broke up into six parts, essentially. Hmm. Yeah, I'm really curious if that'll just sort of be kind of the new standard for these Disney Plus shows. Because with WandaVision, you have to do those half hour live TV episodes or Malcolm in the Middle. Like, you know, you're drop, you're using all those inspirations. So half hour makes sense. But I wonder if just everything from here on out will be sort of the six episode, you know, 50 minute episode kind of default it's an okay structure i i I think we've seen that there are some weaknesses in it like there were in falcon the winter soldier um i i i think the 
the best thing is is that they don't have to be stuck to it. I, I think if they want to do that structure of like a let's say like it's an eight hour movie. Okay, well that's fine. Well let's just make sure that we tell a great story no matter whether it takes us six episodes or eight or nine or seven. You know what I mean? Whatever. I, for me, mm-hmm. I, I don't really care. I have I really have no as we've got I was like I, our, our viewing audience and education has grown through TV and the options have changed. Like I, I we no longer this is just my personal opinion on television shows. A season doesn't have to be Ten episodes. It doesn't have to be that. If it, if the story needs eleven, then it was then that's what it is. But like, I guess I'm just I I don't really ever want to subscribe to the idea now that it has to be like sixteen episodes or like you know the main you know like the Arrowverse shows are like they have to be twenty two episodes per season. Well, no wonder there's some shit in there because my God, eventually you're just making shit up. You know what I mean? You're just making shit up to go like put to put people through things. Mm-hmm. So I could see that overall structure working whether or not they stick to like six or seven or whatever i i just hope that they create however many that it takes to tell the story in full without it feeling like there's parts that can maybe cut or that were things that were you know lacking yeah why do the six hour movie why do the why not do age of ultron and then put all the parts in that you cut out you know what i mean like put that shit in so we can see it show more scenes of ultron show more scenes of the twins like i show more of that kind of stuff that connects to everything not just kind of like superfluousness because i wouldn't want it to just be padded for no reason but i also wouldn't want it to just be stuck into thinning in this six hour thing because they were like well this is the model and this is what works like just tell yeah. the story you're going to tell, you know, just tell the story. I know that's a big complaint that uh, you and I have talked just on our own about um, American Horror Story in general. We both love that show, but it's like the middle of the season's always just either slow down or like, you know, go off the rails because here know, we fucking seasons, go. <laughs> yeah, the is seasons it gonna are going to be good. Uh, but I, I'm excited. So, you know, we got the new shows coming out Wednesdays. I'm so excited to have, uh, you know, my weekly weekly show brought back. Um, I love even in the promos that Hiddleston's like, Wednesdays are the new Fridays. It's like they're already trying to create the media machine that they got for WandaVision with Loki. So, like, you know, they're going to hopefully the memes are going to explode. And, you know, they're going to try to capture that same kind of internet discussion magic with it, too. I yeah, I feel like Disney knows that they've got like kits on their hands. They can do whatever they want. They they've got us by the balls. To be honest, take them, take my balls. Gentle, <laughs> <laughs> take my balls and give me all of the properties that I want. You want give me a Black Knight show with Kit Harrington? Oh yes. <laughs> Why not? We, you and I talked about they need to do a Great Lakes Avengers show. That's what Edgar Wright needs to come back and do. He needs to do a Great Lakes Avengers. They, they, I, I'm, I'm so on the train. We're going off on a tangent out here at the end before we wrap up. Uh, that I'm, I'm, we're gonna be, we're justice for Edgar Wright. They're, they're being pals again. You know, Marvel's in control of everything. Let that man do something and let him do whatever the hell he wants to do. He'll do something awesome. <laughs> and then, you know, now he can go, okay, well, I can, you know, put in a couple characters or two to make the plot connect. That's fine. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I'm still stuck on it. Uh, well, we're wrapping up here. Wednesdays are back. Wednesdays, new Fridays. Jokey is coming out. <laughs>
I'm the jokey times. baby. <laughs> well, thanks for everyone for sticking around. Uh, we're gonna be, uh, you know, once the episode's premiere, we're gonna kick back. Uh, gonna start picking up on our weekly reviews. So uh, a little bit more of a regular schedule now. We've been traveling. We've been trying to enjoy a little bit of outsideness. So we've had a kind of crazy release schedule with our videos, but now we've got uh, we've got some weekly releases, and now we can have some weekly responses. So I'm excited. Yes, yeah, so stick around. It's gonna be a blast. Peyton Conley, always a pleasure. Kurt, the pleasure is always mine, sir. You are the best. I got I got nothing to say to that. Can, All right, well, say, then we're done. Fuck I can't it. argue. We're, it's just over. It. It's over. The podcast is done. It's over. We're, we're, <laughs> we, we've pretended to be friends for an hour and ten minutes, and now we're done. Goodbye. That's, that's Good my limit. <laughs> that's when I drop off. Just the sound of your voice, my God. Ugh, same. <laughs> I think that about myself, too, so don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I will see you on Wednesday, sir. We'll see you all then as well. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Marvel What Now podcast. This is Kurt. For more theories and custom artwork, you can follow on social media at Marvel What Now. And I am Peyton. And for more pictures of me shirtless and just general buffoonery, you can find me on Instagram at P for the number Peyton, P-E-Y-T-O-N. Be sure to like and subscribe at the bottom. And we will see you when we see you because we owe you nothing.